1: Friendships can come and go. Some will last a lifetime and others will end for any number of reasons. Sometimes those friendships end because you see the toxic nature of the relationship and just need to escape it. Unfortunately, the difficult part can come when that friendship ends, but you still have to spend time with that person. In the workplace, we tend to form a bond with our co-workers. If we didn't, then work would become a much more difficult place. But what happens when you realise that co-worker and friend is in fact someone toxic, controlling and just plain nasty? That's what happened to Calvin when he befriended his much older co-worker Jane and discovered the controlling, destructive side of her personality and how it could even destroy marriages. I'm Sam Blacker and you're listening to I Work With A Nightmare.
0: worked for this company uh, for a year before I decided to resign just to study at uni and um, when I came back after six months I had to go into a more of a customer service based position and that's how I met Jane who at that time was an assistant manager in customer service.
1: Calvin was just 21 years old when he started and Jane was much older. They didn't have a lot to do with each other to begin with, just general office chat. But that did eventually change because of Jane.
0: The first thing to move for friends and victims, it would be the whole, oh, let's go out for dinner, it'll be fun. And I think that's how we started our friendship.
1: At first, this friendship worked in Calvin's favour, and he is the first to acknowledge it. I guess it would be the typical, like, favouritism things that you hear about at workplaces.
0: There'd be times where she'd pulled me aside and we'd just trap, like, a big chunk of my shift, so without doing any work or, you know, giving me better shifts or even one time where I came in and I just said I didn't feel like working... And because I hadn't clocked on for my shift, she actually just said, just go home or I'll just write you down as sick.
1: But the nature of their friendship and how close it was did become general knowledge in the office, to the point where it started rumours. There
0: was a promotion that was posted and I actually had no intention of applying for it, but there was word going around where people were accusing that I was clearly going to get the position because I was close friends with Jane.
1: This made Calvin uncomfortable, and there were other aspects of Jane's behaviour that made him feel awkward too. It was
0: known to everybody that she was the go-to person because she was nice, she was caring, she was understanding. But being a close friend to her, as soon as you finished talking to her about your issues, she would turn around, come to me, roll her eyes, and then kind of complain to me.
1: And as time passed, Calvin began to realise there was a controlling aspect to their friendship.
0: Like calls, texts, if I didn't call her or text her for X amount of period, she would ask if I was all right. And i will be like, yeah, what, what What would be the problem? And she'd go, like, oh no, because you've been really quiet, you haven't texted me, you haven't called me. And um, if I tried to call her and, and she didn't pick up, she would try to call me. But if I didn't pick up, um, she'd wait for like an hour or something before she kind of sends you an abusive text message telling you, look, I've called you, you won't pick up, don't try to call me for the rest of the day or night, I'm not going to answer,
1: see you later. This was constant, controlling behaviour from someone who was just a work friend. And as Calvin became more frustrated with the situation, things came to a head.
0: So it got to a point where um, she pulled me aside as a a, kind of a work official thing, and she would ask me, so what's your problem? Because you've been really... Uh, like your attitude's different at work and you're cold and et cetera, et cetera. And it just kind of blew out because I full-blown asked you, I was like, did you want a relationship? Because this is kind of creeping me out a little.
1: This was a big thing to ask a superior, but it seemed to work out. She calmed down and they barely spoke. And with this added space and easier working relationship, Calvin did end up making a decision he would come to regret.
0: Me being like probably like 20 or 21, I thought, okay, so she's kind of tamed herself. It's fine to just have more of a conversation than hello, good day, how are you, great, see you later. So it did progress to us having just conversations at work, having a bit of a chat, and then just going back to work and everything. And that's how our friendship started off
1: again. Naturally, the controlling behaviour returned. So the whole calling, texting and everything,
0: but me being stupid, I just brushed it off as in, She's a needy friend, so just drop the case. Don't worry about it.
1: But something much more sinister happened this time. She started involving him in a much darker part of her personal life.
0: That progressed to um, her having more um, sexual relations with co-workers who are married at work.
1: This wasn't the one-off workplace affair. According to Calvin, the numbers were far too high to just be coincidence. There was at least
0: four married men and a few other staff that were dating.
1: And she included Calvin in all the details. There was a few instances where
0: wives would kind of find out something but not the full story and they'd go ballistic and she would obviously be excited in some sort of way and be telling me what's happening, like, almost on a day-to-day basis.
1: This was a woman of around 40 years of age, specifically targeting married or taken men on purpose. And yes, the men are generally just as, if not more, responsible for cheating on their spouses. But there was an intentional and manipulative nature to her behaviour. She'd regularly take friends out to dinner and had done so with Calvin. But these friendly dinners were used for another purpose with her targets
0: jane managed to get this other workout after dinner she told me apparently she got him very drunk and he ended up spending the night at her place completely ignoring his phone and um the next morning he realized his wife was kind of just blowing up and messaging him and calling him the marriage was kind of ruined i guess you can say because this fella's wife Just never trusted him again.
1: Again, this man and all these men made these choices. But Jane was targeting them in particular. And as Calvin watched from the sidelines, his entire perspective changed with one affair in particular.
0: He was kind of seeing somebody um, outside of work on a visa to get permanent residency in Australia. And basically started off with them kind of talking after work and um, even going to... um, a concert. I can't remember which one. And um, that's, I think, after the concert was when they started actually having any sort of sexual relations.
1: Jane's normal pattern started. They'd begin talking outside of work, then they went to a concert, and after that, things between them became sexual. So naturally, Jane informed her much younger co-worker of everything.
0: She would tell me everything that was happening between her and this um, other co-worker, and it was kind of awkward because... She was telling me a lot about their sex life as well, which I found was too much information and I had to always see this other co-worker as well and I think he knew that me being Jane's friend knew about them as well. I couldn't look him in the face.
1: This made Calvin understandably uncomfortable. The power balance and his inexperience made him ill-suited to tell her to stop and she wasn't going to stop because she needed someone to vent to.
0: She was trying to convince him to leave his now fiancé so that um, they can officially be together. But he actually turned it down because it wasn't possible because they were in the process of getting permanent residency through his fiancé.
1: Sure, it doesn't sound like this guy was the most wholesome person on the planet, but according to Calvin, this man decided to make a clean break of things.
0: And she must have started being really kind of possessive because he somehow convinced his fiance to take up a new position in Perth so that they can both leave and get away from Jane.
1: Jane then confided in Calvin, told him she was heartbroken, but 20 minutes later, she changed entirely.
0: She was vowing revenge on this guy that she's saying is the love of her life. So she actually told me the plan before she um, started.
1: This plan was definitely vindictive. In fact, it was clear from the beginning she knew it was wrong because she tried to set up an alibi.
0: She was going to accidentally misplace her phone at work. She was claimed she had no passcode on her phone so that anybody could access the phone.
1: Jane then set about getting her revenge on her former lover and co-worker. She took screenshots
0: of all these personal messages and nude photos of him and everything and basically printed them out. She then, I believe, destroyed the phone and then sent these photos to him and his now wife, as they just got married in birth. So this was, I guess, I think a week after they got married.
1: And it turned out her revenge would have far further reaching consequences than you might expect.
0: The wife got the screenshots sent to her via mail and um, they got an annulment. And because he was in the process of getting permanent residency because of the annulment, he got immediately deported.
1: That was one relationship and life left in wreckage, and it obviously affected how Calvin thought about Jane. Scared.
0: <laughs> Scared that, uh, not to cross her, because she's obviously someone you do not want to piss off.
1: And Jane would move on to other relationships. Another involved a delivery man, who it would turn out had a girlfriend. And Jane's possessiveness ended up including Calvin in another incredibly uncomfortable situation. We'd still go for dinners. Uh, so... When she'd
0: come and pick me up on the way to dinner, she'd tell me, oh, we're just going to do a little bit of a detour. And initially I thought, this is kind of weird, but I don't know what kind of detour. Maybe she needs to go get something from the supermarket or something. And I asked her, where where are we going? And she actually told me, oh, I'm just going to the guy's house to see if he's at home. It didn't really quite make sense why she wanted to see if he was at home or like at home with who, because I know this guy was living with roommates as well as his girlfriend. But um, these drive happened, I think, two to three times.
1: By now, Calvin was really starting to realise how toxic the friendship was, and things ramped up again when Jane became single.
0: Her demands for me as a friend got really, really um, bad, and um, she just kept on hammering me with, like, calls, texts, having to know where I am and everything. And it just got really uncomfortable. And I just had this kind of like a little epiphany moment where I realised, right, I need to distance myself away from her.
1: And while he started to put in distance, Calvin made a mistake that would escalate everything.
0: I think I did the stupid thing was um, every time Jane texted me at that time, I would screenshot them and send them to our mutual friend
1: for reassurance, asking, that's not normal, hey? Unfortunately, these kinds of texts can backfire. One time, I didn't realise that mutual friend was actually out
0: to dinner with Jane. So when I didn't answer my phone or text messages sent by Jane that night, um, I screenshot and sent them to our mutual friend who was sitting next to her and she saw them so that it kind of blew up
1: Both of them immediately stopped talking to each other but there was a lot of tension
0: Creepy things started to happen um, She was staring at me at work for a whole shift
1: This new habit of staring at him for six hour shifts happened repeatedly and with his knowledge of how Jane treated other people who had rejected her Kelvin made a big decision
0: I decided to delete her off of Facebook because I remembered at that time um, she has this tendency of stalking people on Facebook, especially people she sleeps with.
1: And the response to this was almost immediate. And then at the end of my shift, I had
0: uh, an assistant manager come to me and he, he said, um, what did you do to Jane?
1: As the manager began to explain, it became obvious that Calvin's suspicions had been correct.
0: And he said, well, she was telling me she was trying to share something to you on Facebook, something funny, and realized that you randomly deleted her off of Facebook. And I said to him, I think you and I both know she wasn't trying to share something to me on Facebook. She was just trying to stalk me on Facebook. Like he gave me a look and he actually said, look, like, let's just say that she was trying to share something with you because we both know the truth and I'd rather that not, not get out.
1: Naturally, Jane couldn't leave things there and she decided to make her feelings known by sending him a message.
0: Thanks for unfriending me on Facebook. It's actually funny how weird you are. Um, Seriously, I even messaged you on your birthday. Good luck finding any other friend like I was to you. And she said, don't ring me or message me back. I won't be wasting any time on you.
1: It's a defiant response, and for someone feeling scorned, you might feel they'd leave it there. A couple of months after the text messages and stuff, um, she eventually became my manager, like my
0: direct line manager, as I had moved departments. That was when nasty things started happening.
1: A lot of these nasty things are hard to define. The occasional nasty comment, a little bit of exclusion. But then Calvin began to start hearing rumours.
0: She had been going around telling people that she was going to get me sacked and that I had been a lazy worker and that now that she was my manager, she was going to make sure I get what was coming to me.
1: Luckily for Calvin, he was in fact a hard worker who proved himself and the rumoured sacking never occurred. But he was always on alert, constantly having to ensure he didn't provide Jane with an excuse to make things even more difficult. And after working with Jane for many, many years, things only recently came to an end.
0: Eventually she resigned and haven't heard from her since, and that's been like a couple months.
1: Calvin went through a complicated experience. He was kept off balance by a controlling boss who used the pretense of friendship to manipulate him into staying and supporting her as she continued to target and exploit the other people he worked with. He doesn't know where she is now, but if her previous activity is anything to go by there are some married men who'd better make sure they're staying faithful. If you enjoyed Calvin's story or any of the other nightmares I've shared on the podcast, feel free to give the show a subscription, a rating, a review, a share, or just tell a friend about it. The more listeners the show gets, the more people I'm likely to hear from who want to share their stories as well. And that'll keep the podcast going. If you have a story you want to share, feel free to reach out through my website, samblacker.com, or you can go to my socials: Sam Blacker on Facebook, or I Work With A Nightmare on Instagram. I'll be back in two weeks' time with another episode. Until then, good luck at work.